Hey, welcome back to Season 3 of Pigeonhole Hockey, a participating member of the Hockey Focus Family Podcasts. This is Chris and today's co-host, Sebastian. Hello, hello. And you know us, we're just a going agoon that have taken one too many pucks to the head and do not claim to be hockey experts, but simply overzealous hockey fans that love to play, watch, read, think, and talk about hockey. Um, oh, I don't know, man. How's it going, Seabass? Oh, man. Just the way you pronounce that and ask me that, that's how it's going. Um, <laughs> it's busy, let's say that. Um, hockey's starting, um, you know, GM duties, especially at this level, uh, until basically... Mid-October is literally the busiest day of my life. I think I get 40 emails a day to my private email, which I never have gotten before. So it's been crazy. A lot of uh, exhibition games and practices and trying to instill new habits and and all that kind of stuff and set the way our team's going to play and having a baby and, you know, missing exhibition games. We had our baby shower slash a diaper party, which, you know, was super great. Uh, We were super grateful for. Our family was, was there and friends were there and it was awesome. Um, and then just work. I feel like they know hockey season's on, so they're like jamming extra things as as, as much as they can into my email box. So yeah, it's uh, it's been crazy. Um, and and I'll, I'll let fans or your listeners know right away. Um, if I sound a little funny, um, I'm currently frozen both top and bottom because I had a couple uh, fillings replaced uh, in my teeth, so um, I'm a little drooly, a little little numb right now. Um, but such as it is, you gotta find time to fit it in. Um, how you doing, man? <laughs> Better than you. I mean, I'm tired, but I got off of work at I don't know, twelve something in the morning. Um, so uh, we weren't expecting it to be as busy as it was, and I was just kind of, you know, running solo. Uh, had had one person kind of helping uh, when she wasn't busy with her stuff, so. Yeah, I've worked a lot of days in a row, so I'm I'm we're, I'm off. This is a we're recording this episode on Tuesday, the 13th of September. Um, so I had today off. So you know, I did the leisurely thing of going to the gym and uh, coming back and just kind of watching some hockey from this week and just catching up because I wasn't able to watch any of it. And uh, yeah, and then I go back to work tomorrow. So I got Tuesday off though. And um, yeah, I mean, all in all, I'm can't say i'm doing bad i'm doing all right everything's going okay prices of everything are skyrocketing but let's not get into that i'm terrified of what electric and gas might cost this winter and they're already putting restrictions down around europe about what you can and can't do and they're setting those restrictions in place so i don't know i like to think about hockey because it just takes me away from everything else and it always has and uh you know, watching the watching these kids at the ice and and getting back into action, it's it's just what I need. And uh, it's been a nice, relaxing day. Um, and then I actually just conducted the draft, and that's what this episode's about. This is going to be phase two of our USPHL After Dark Fantasy League draft. And uh, we've drafted the first five players each for each of the six teams um, on the last episode, and on. Well, actually, on the last episode you all listened to, it was uh, our discussion with Jared Becker of the NAHL, uh, the season preview, but the previous USPHL Fantasy League episode. And uh, this is just kind of how it unfolded. And I made sure this time, because I knew it was going to get complicated, you know, everybody's lists falling in line uh, with the requirements. It was going to be, it was going to take some time, and it did, uh, because you constantly have to bounce back and forth and, 
only one player allowed from a USPHL After Dark team on a fantasy league roster. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's uh, that's how I've been, man. Sounds like we're uh, both chickens with our heads cut off at this point. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're a cobra chicken with your head cut off, but um, exactly. You know, <laughs> Yeah, but uh, let me just kind of really give a brief hit of what the the fantasy league is about. If if people can't uh, recall, and I'm not 100% sure we ever went over the 100% of what we were doing on this, but basically, um, really, the, this is there's no negative points for goals allowed or penalties, as this is junior hockey development. Uh, all aspects of the fantasy league and scoring remain positive. So this is intended to be a fun, interactive way that provides extra attention to these uh, athletes playing in these Western hockey programs and focuses on their best on-ice attributes. Uh, so ultimately, just, again, provides a little bit of that extra attention uh, to those athletes, you know, just navigating life and, you know, make, trying to make it to the next level and, you know, doing that through hockey. Um so, and we're not going to allow any really negative remarks uh, that over my revolt result in a, any team that does that basically being eliminated. Each fantasy team basically can draft no more than one player per organization for a total of 10 players. And that means two goaltenders, sorry, two goaltenders, two defenders and six forwards. So this means if you draft a player from the Bellingham Blazers, that is the only player you can select from that organization for your fantasy team. And uh, there is no restriction to defenders, but you can only pick two goalies. But you have to pick two defenders, and they have to be labeled as defenders on elite prospects the day they were drafted. So that's kind of our our rule with that. Uh, the players selected on draft day also have to meet that above criteria, um, you know. And we're not going to be trading players or anything like that. If you draft a player, you're basically going to be with that player the entire season. But there are reasons that you can release a player to free agency. And I'm just going to go over those super quick. And that is one, if the player has not been active on the roster for three straight games, either due to injury or being scratched. Uh, so you can choose to release a player to free agency, uh, but you must re- select a replacement player that falls in line with, um, with those requirements. If your athlete departs Western teams of the USPHL due to being called up to a higher league or traded outside the Western divisions, you're immediately entitled to acquire a new free agent. That's kind of how we're doing. And I have here, if the athletes get traded to another Western USPHL organization and you already have a player on your fantasy roster from that team, you can choose to keep both athletes or release either of them, not both. And there's really no time limit to that. So if just say you have one guy on NOCO and another guy on Idaho and the guy on NOCO gets traded to Idaho, you're allowed to keep both of them as long as you want. You can release one immediately or you can keep both of them to the point where you're like, okay, I still have two Idaho guys. I'm going to drop one and I'm going to pick up this, you know, this guy from uh, Bakersfield. So uh, that's kind of that. So yeah, that's kind of the, I mean, there's more rules, but you can, y'all can read the article. You can check out the Twitter and the articles out there, uh, but that's kind of the, the rules we're falling in line with there. Yeah, I mean, and Chris, obviously, you uh, talking about articles and and you know the rules all, all put together. Um, obviously, a huge thank you for from you know for us and and from the listeners for for you putting this together. Uh, I know it wasn't uh, it wasn't easy, but uh, I also know that you deep down love this so much. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't easy, but uh, yeah, I do. I absolutely love this, and I could spend hours doing this stuff um it is how i enjoy my free time because i have a problem i'm addicted to hockey so 
uh, let's break into this, man. We're just going to kind of go into this and uh, we're just going to give maybe a snippet or two on each player um, that each one of our teams selected here and just kind of move on as to not drag this. Otherwise, this this episode could literally be if me and you had the opportunity to talk about each of the players the way we wanted to, this episode could easily be over an hour easily. So we're going to try to keep it to uh, at least 30 minutes, but let's break into this round six starts with the new draft selection as well. Maybe I need to break into this. We redrafted like last time y'all listened, I got the first overall pick and our our co-host that day, Brendan got second overall pick. And we just kind of laughed about how it looked kind of set up. Um, but that's how it unfolded, and uh, it worked against me this time significantly. Um, as the Snakes got selected uh, for the first pick, the the Cobra Chickens got the second pick, the Locos got the third pick, the Ice Dogs still in the fourth position, the Chihuahua moved up from sixth to fifth, and I dropped from first all the way down to sixth. So that sucked. But um. And I lost a lot of players due to that. So it was a lot of scrambling trying to figure out the the next player on my list. But uh, I have a list of 109 players. So I just had to figure out which team I could draft from and which position I needed and then just draft the next highest player on my list. So it was fun. I actually enjoyed it. But let's break into this. So round six, first overall pick from the Snakes, the forward out of Utah, William Cohen. So... This is a big pick by the Snakes. He just put up crazy numbers last year, putting up 48 points in 40 games, man. Oh, yeah. And I mean, not only is he putting up points, I mean, he's a him six foot, 180 pound forward, 19 years old. So he was mature, more mature guy and, um, you know, comes from St. Paul, Minnesota. So, you know, that's the, uh, the Canadian state over there in the States. So, um, you know, <laughs> you know, he's going to be good at hockey. So, no, that's a great pick. Um, honestly, it's kind of, when I when I kind of looked at him, I was kind of hoping he'd fall down one spot here, but uh, it's honestly just a great pick there. Yeah, it, it was interesting to see as I saw everyone's strategies unfold. The amount of times I I think I got sniped at least a dozen times at least uh, when I positioned players based off I thought everyone would draft. I was wrong a lot this time, so I was pretty obviously I had the first pick last time. I I had the advantage this time. I did not. I ended up with a uh, six pick this time, but there's such a selection of players that, you know, <laughs> it really didn't matter. I'm like, oh, OK, I'll move on to the next guy um, because, dude, it, we are loaded up this year with with talent. So the Canadian Cobra Chickens, that's your team. You ended up with the goalie out of Utah, Marco Felicetti. I mean, he had an amazing year last year uh, and honestly, it was only stopped due to injury. But. You know, he put up a nine two two. So what kind of uh what kind of made you go after Marco Felicetti outside of all the obvious reasons? Yeah, I mean, just a goalie who put up some amazing numbers and you usually see a goalie put up amazing numbers and he's got like twelve games or something on his belt. Uh Marco put up you know, twenty two games, which is pretty good for a goalie in this league. Um, put up some huge stats coming from Italy and just jumping into United States hockey like that. Um I'm I'm sure it's just kind of a a vast difference for him. So the fact that he was able to adjust like that right away, I'm, I'm really looking forward to what, you know, he can bring to the table year two now that he settled in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he had an amazing season last year, so I wasn't shocked by that pick. We're going to stay on a little trend here. So continuing on here, you've got the uh, Noco Locos who selected defenseman Matthew Kwepke again, out of the Utah outliers. Now, I will also say that Brendan was the only one of us to decide to go for an additional defenseman. He only went for one, but 
you know, when I asked him, are you sure based off your list, do you want to go after an additional defenseman? He's like, yeah, it's Matthew Kwepke. Yeah, I mean, this is I, at the end of the day. I mean, if you're going to pick a defenseman, why not pick a six foot two, hundred and you know, hundred and ninety pound, twenty year old? Um, you know, I mean, it's it's a great pick. I mean, the guy still put up fifty one points last year. Um, you know, in forty seven games, so uh, you know, he's still putting up forward numbers. Um, plus, you know, he's kind of an intimidating guy. So, uh, if you're going to pick a twenty year old, this is definitely the guy to pick here. Yeah, I, I would say so, and I mean. I wasn't necessarily shocked that he decided to go with another defenseman, but, uh, you know, I, I just, you know, I figured once I picked my defenseman, I was going straight after forwards, but, uh, yeah, he says, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not letting Kwebke go. So he, he decided he wanted that third defenseman, but, uh, we'll move on to the Wasatch ice dogs now. And they go with goaltender Alex Hurons out of San Diego. So he, or, I'm probably going to slaughter how I say his name here because that's what I do. Seabass uh, because he is a Quebecer. He's a 2005. I'm imagining it's Alex Hurons. Yeah, Hugh, Hugh, Hugh Ron, yeah, for sure. If you're from Quebec, okay. it would probably be Alex Hugh Hurons. I can't even speak it myself. <laughs> Thought you were choking on something there. Yeah. <laughs> no, but. Uh, I mean, great selection there. That's exactly what the Ice Dogs needed. Because I don't think the Ice Dogs at this point had yet selected a goalie. So I think this might have been the Ice Dogs' first goalie selection. But, uh, but yeah, so they go with Alex. I'm not going to pronounce his name right, but I'm going to go with Huron. Yeah. How do you say it? Huron. And at the end of the day, I mean, they, they get a, you know, a young goalie. So, I mean, uh, with young goalies, right, it's, it can go either way. But, um, you know, from, from past fast stats it looks like this might be a pretty good pick here yeah i think i i like i said everyone's picks i'm uh i'm amazed and and you know it's again there's so many so many awesome players inside the uh, the west this year uh we're going to move on to the chihuahua who go after defenseman seth stock again out of the utah outliers so it was very popular round in round six for the for outliers players so you know, just kind of looking at Seth's numbers here. Uh, now, he wasn't part of the the organization last year. Uh, rather, he was actually part of the, and not just part of the, he was a captain of the Badland Sabres out of the NA3HL. And, uh, you know, Utah convinced him to uh, jump over here to the USPHL. What do you think about this kid's numbers? Yeah, I mean, numbers right away. I mean, he put up 49 points in, you know, 46 games, which is great. The number that pops out for me and shows that he probably plays a little bit more aggressive than most guys. He's got 132 penalty minutes in that 46 games. But at the same time, you know, if you had defensive back there setting the tone and, and making it hard for players to play against, um, he's always going to open up a little space for himself. So this is a pretty good pick here. I mean, you get another 20-year-old, so you get a mature player coming to the league. You know, he's been around, played a lot of hockey in their life. So uh, this, is, this is a really good pick here. Yeah, I think so. I was really impressed when I saw his numbers and thought, heck of a pick. Heck of a pick there by the Chihuahua. Then we move on to me, who finally gets to pick in, in the sixth round, at the final pick of the sixth round. And I went to the Lake Tahoe Lakers and selected forward Ari Rossi. And I'm imagining that's how you say his name because he is a Californian. Uh, but he played for Lake Tahoe last year, and he put up 67 points in 42 games. And... Uh, yeah, I was very happy um, that I had him placed first on my sixth round list because I did see that uh, I think he made a couple other people, uh, people's lists, but uh, he was just like a notch or two notches below. Everyone has their strategy, and I'm like, yeah, I'm happy. I'm very excited that I end up with uh, with Rosie. Yeah, you know, another guy put six, seven points on 19 goals, 14 assists. Already playing in the league, so, you know, he's already got 
you know, you got a little comfortable from playing it last year and now coming back for, for year two within the USPHL. So, um, you know, he should put up some bigger numbers this year. So that's, that's obviously a great pick in, in the sixth round here. Yeah, thank you. I'm uh, I'm happy to have him on the uh, the Orson Kraken. We'll move into round seven here. And for the Snakes, he picked, Steve, picked out of Provo, Christopher Casterson. Uh, so Casterson here, and I'm going to go to stuff. He's a New Yorker. Uh, and last year he split time between the EHLs, Seacoast Spartans, and the Provo Riverblades. So he's kind of sticking with the new Provo team, and I think that's an excellent choice because I think he's going to have a much better experience this year. So, yeah, heck of a pickup here. Castrosone. Yeah, I yeah. said that right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, you, you know, last year, like I said, he put 18 games, so he only had the, the, the three points. But, again, um, you know, made kind of the jump, obviously, late here. Uh, but he's joining, you know, the, the, the new rebranded Predators, and, you know, they've got a pretty good head coach down there. So um, He's okay. Expect, yeah. <laughs> I expect I expect some big things out of, out of Christopher this season. Yes, yeah, same. And we'll move on to the th- second pick. That's your pick. Okay, so your pick, you selected out of Las Vegas, forward Michael Wells. So checking out his numbers, man. He's of course you you went after a Canadian kid. Not surprised. Um, but he was with the Thunderbirds last year, putting up 26 points in 39 games. What made yeah. you go after this kid out of Newfoundland? Well, obviously, um, you know, East Coasters, um, you know, a guy like Newhook, for example, who just won the cup as an East Coaster, they just work hard. Um, you know, he came from the Notre Dame Hounds AAA program, which is an excellent program. Um, you know, played for Las Vegas last year at 39 games, so 26 points. Um, put up, you know, three points in four playoff games as well. So, you know, that's impressive. Uh, again, he's getting settled um, into a role. Um, he's coming back to the team. So, you know, to me, 26 points is, is just kind of denting it. So, to me, this at least for me, how I felt is this is steal <laughs> the steal this round, uh, and then just really quickly because I, I I know people are probably like, what the heck's a curve with chicken? Uh, really quickly, if you see Canadian <laughs> goose sometime, just chase it and then let me know how that goes for you, and then you'll understand why you know uh, Michael Wells should be extremely proud to be a, a uh, cobra chicken, and we're extremely proud to have him on our team. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a great descri- it's a great description of a uh, of the majestic Canadian goose. Um, so, yeah, welcome to the Cobra Chickens, Michael Wells. And now we'll move on to the Noco Locos. And Brendan selected forward out of the Pueblo Bowls, Owen Ames. Not surprised by this pick at all. Owen Ames, again, 17 points in 47 games last year. But you know, you know Ames is capable of a lot, especially the way he finished off last season. Uh, I think this is an excellent pickup by, uh, by, the, by the Locos. Well, absolutely. I mean, you're getting a kid who, you know, is just about to turn 18. Um, so he's actually sorry, he just turned 17. So you know, you got a young kid who put up 17 points in 47 games again, just finding his way and, and kind of figuring out the league. So he's he's had a year. He's now you know mature a little bit more mature. The body's probably grown a lot. Um, again, this is just one of those picks where you look at what we did last year and you kind of just can see what the projection is going to be. And you know, a big body forward. This is this is a really good pick here as well. Yeah, it is. And, you know, he was extremely noticeable towards the end of the season last year with Pueblo. You you heard his name a lot. And so uh, I'm assuming you're going to hear his name a lot this year as well. We'll move on to the fourth pick for the Wasatch Ice Dogs in round seven. And he selects defenseman Chase Sechrist out of the Lake Tahoe Lakers. Now, I was very impressed with Sechrist's numbers here. Um, he made my list. Uh, but again, two defenders. 
he wasn't really on the Lakers um, roster when we did phase one at that point. Now he'd played for the Lakers last year, but he wasn't on their roster yet. And yeah, when I saw him pop up, I was impressed. Uh, 35 points in 44 games. Yeah, exactly. And got to put up 12 goals, 23 assists, and only at 78 penalty minutes. I say only because, you know, as a defenseman, it's a little harder <laughs> not to, to, you know, rack up penalty minutes, especially in the league. As, you know, at USPHL, 35 points, 44 games, you know, a 5'11", 160-pound, 20-year-old defenseman, moves really well. This is a really good pick here as well. I know I keep saying that, but um, I think, you know, teams are really, you know, doing their research and finding guys who, who kind of are going to put up a lot of points. Yeah, I agree. And uh, even if they don't, we're going to be excited to talk about all of them this year. Exactly. And, uh, there is a spider floating right above my computer. I don't know if I got him or if he's on my computer now. Anyway, uh, I'm, I record rains, these you know in the loft, everybody. What's that? It rains there. You know why? In the entire country. Yeah, yeah they're everywhere in here. I'm... But let's move on to... Uh... Oh, now i got to figure out where I was. Okay, yeah, we're on the fifth pick of round seven. And this is going to be the Chihuahua. And they select out of the poor repetitors forward Anthony lots now he's a 2003 out of tucson uh he's come out of the phoenix junior coyotes 18u program and uh yeah he's put up some pretty good numbers here it looks like um he split time between two of the different teams there and put up about 13 goals or 13 points in about 17 games yeah and you know he's a, he's a 6'1 180 pound you know, 19 year old uh forward who you know brings in some size and brings in some speed and no, it brings some leadership here because if you look at his stats, he, you know, he was the U16 at a Phoenix for the Phoenix Junior Coyotes captain, uh, you know, just a few years ago. So, um, obviously, brings some size and brings some leadership. So, I mean, uh, you know, Pro got himself a good player, and this was again, I'm gonna say, it's kind of like a broken record, but this was just a great pick. Yeah, no, excellent, excellent pick, and we'll round up uh, round seven with my selection for the Orson Kraken, and I went to the Las Vegas, and I selected forward Evan. Brown. Now he played with them last year as well, and he put up some pretty numbers: 46 points in 39 games, and that's 22 goals and 24 assists. Yeah, I mean, again, it's not like a broken record, but um, this is a good <laughs> pick, right? You're getting you're getting a great player who's been in the league, already done some time in, understands how the league works, and understands the you know, travel schedule and all that kind of stuff, and how to prepare for it. So, um, you know, I, again, just a top-notch player being picked here. Yeah, I would say after two rounds, we can just assume that the rest of these 15, not 15, but the three times six, 18. There we go. Uh, the rest of these 18 selections are all great picks. So we'll just drop a couple little bit of stats on them because, yeah, I mean, I can say the same thing. They, these Every single one. I was impressed. I was seriously impressed and also upset many times when my players would get sniped. And that was extremely noticeable for me in the eighth round. So in the eighth round, the snake selected out of Pueblo, and this is a name I'm probably going to slaughter, but he was on my list and got sniped. It is Albin Augustin, and uh, I'm impressed, man. Like this is a guy that the Pueblo went out and found this year. He's come out of the uh, basically one of the big Swedish programs and put up some really really good numbers. And uh, he's a 2002, and I'm expecting a uh, I'm expecting I'm going to learn how to pronounce his name this year. Yeah, I mean, like you said, you know, Provo went out and, and found a player who's you know, never left Sweden, just played Sweden at some high levels there. So um, expecting big things from him this year. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so all right, second pick for you in the eighth round, you selected 
out of the San Diego Sabres forward Auric Martel. Now, again, another name that was on my list and I think several lists and had just gotten uh, picked up at the right time because it would not have lasted long. Um, so, you know, what do you think of this kid? Looks uh, looks impressive. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't know him personally, but if I look at stats, you know, I just go back to even 18-19 going down, you know, 28 games, 24 points, 26 games, 20 points, you know, 29 games, 32 points last year, um, and, and play on a, a pretty good, you know, U18 team as well, the one U18 team. So, um, again, I say this a lot, but expecting big things from him this year, and, uh, you know, I think he's going to he's gonna really flourish and, you know, and play for a big role for the Sabres. Yeah, 100%. Excited to see him on the ice. So we'll move on to the next pick, the third pick by the Locos, and that's going to be out of the Bakersfield Roughnecks forward, Sean McGurdy. Now, Sean, last season, uh, of course, he's a 2004 out of Clovis, California, uh, was playing for St. Mary's Prep, has uh, some pretty good numbers, and uh, all I can say is Brendan was really excited to get him. Yeah, like you said, you know, came out of St. Mary's Prep, had had a pretty good season there, statistically speaking. Again, sorry about the, the freezing there; it's not letting me say all my words. Bakersfield went out and, and found a player who they think is going to be a big player for him, and obviously, you know, where he was drafted, I, I think he's going to have you know a positive season, and um, you know, he, he's a, he's a player who's going to come and play, that's for sure. Yeah, 100%. So the Ice Dogs, with the fourth selection in the eighth round, select. The goaltender out of the Long Beach Shredders, Liam D., the 2004 out of Burlington, Ontario. So last year he played for Stansted College Varsity and uh, had some pretty good numbers for goaltending. So, yeah, the Ice Dogs were excited. To, I think that was their first goalie signing. Or is that their second goalie signing now? Uh, that's their second goalie signing. Okay, yeah, because uh, Alex, I can't pronounce his last name here on, I think was his first one in round six. So, yeah, he's, he's rounded out his goaltenders with D. Yeah, you know, here you're getting a pretty big goalie, just shy underneath six feet, I'm sure. Um, when when you give the stats, it's right six feet instead of 5'11 here. Uh, but he's, you know, a young 18-year-old uh, come from Stansted who is always, a, you know, a very good team, a very well-coached team. So um, this is definitely a really good pickup for, you know, for both, um, you know, Longshore or Long Beach, sorry, and, and as well into this draft here. Yeah, 100%. And uh, looking forward to seeing what he's going to be able to do this year in net. Now, with the fifth selection in the eighth round, the Chihuahua selected forward out of Pueblo Bulls, Thomas Sousey. Now, man, you heard his name a lot last year if you were watching Bulls, uh, Bulls games. 29 points in 45 games. And he's a 2003 out of Quebec, man. And I'm not trying to pronounce where he's from in Quebec. I'm just going to say Quebec. Yeah, he's all the way out from Dijalé, Quebec, you know, and uh, you said 29 points, only 27 poly minutes, so nine goals, um, 20 assists last year. But, uh, you know, going in as a 19-year-old, I'm sure he's going to be feeling a little saucy. <laughs> See what I did there? Um, and uh, <laughs> sure this is a great pick. Great right? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think this is a great pick. You're getting a 19-year-old who's, you know, been in the league for 45 games last year and, and coming in for, you know, second campaign, who, which I believe will be shown. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, going to be excited to see him come back and uh, do what Thomas Sousey does. Um, my selection for the Orson Kraken, the final selection of the eighth round, I went to Seattle for Noam Tessholm. Now, last year, Noah Tessholm was playing for the South, I'm saying Muskoka Shield out of the GMHL, but he was one of their alternate captains. But he's a 2002 out of Helsinki. 
Yeah, and, and of course here, um, you're getting a player who brings in a lot of, you know, played a lot of different places and kind of played, you know, outside of Northern or North, North American game and brings kind of a different play style. So um, a player who's, you know, put some time in, um, this is going to be a really good pick for you here. Yeah, I'm excited and, uh, yeah, really excited to have him on the team and to see what he can do here in the USPHL. So round nine, pick one by the Snakes. We're going to San Diego and we're going to forward Carl Ingles. And I'm probably slaughtering that name too. <laughs> and yeah, I, it's pronunciation's not my thing, guys. Just, just accept it. But uh, you know, he's a 2002 out of St. Andrews, Manitoba. 24 points in 40 games last year in the elite for the Eels. Yeah, and, and again, you know, comes from playing different places. I mean, he's played in the, you know, he, he played with the Interlake Lightning U18. Uh, put up 27 points, 47 games, you know, only 20 20 penalty minutes. Uh, and then last year, playing you know for the Eels, put up you know 35 points in 40 or sorry 24 points in 40 games, 35 penalty minutes. So you know he, he's played in the USPHL before. Again, settled in the league, gets to know you know his school schedule, and actually he's a 20 year old, so he's probably you know done school now. So now he gets to kind of just focus on hockey alone. Uh, so expects big things this season. Yeah, I will, and uh, I'm expecting that uh, he's gonna he's gonna merge into the premiere quite quite nicely. And now we'll move on to the second selection in round nine. Your Cobra Chickens. You also went to Seattle because uh, Seattle was yeah, my pick a pick ago. Uh, you also went to Seattle and you went to forward Derek Eaton. Now I looked. He's a 2003 out of Oregon. Again, that one of those cities I'm not going to try to pronounce. It looks like Clackamas, Oregon. Uh, but last season, he played for the USPHL Premier's Midwest Blackbirds, putting up 26 points in 42 games. Yeah, you know, a, a guy who put up, you know, 26 points, 42 games, 12 goals, 14 assists. Uh, only 31 penalty minutes, you know, big body, 6'1", 180 pounds. So, um, you know, I, again, I think he'll make the transition onto Seattle really, good, really well. Um, they've got beautiful jerseys, so that'll probably help him score another 10 goals. <laughs> Speaking of beautiful jerseys, we're going to move into the third pick of round nine, and that's going to be out of Provo, goaltender Bryson Stern. So looking at Bryson's numbers, he's out of Littleton, Colorado. He's a 2003. He's been with the Colorado Spring Tigers 18U program. And, uh, man, 0.908, 0 uh, split time between those two different sections last year in the Colorado Springs uh, program. And, uh I'm excited to see what he's going to be able to do that in Provo. Oh yeah, and not no not to, to pass by the fact he's six one, 180 pounds as well. So he's a big body as an 18 year old. So um, expect big things out of Bryson. 100. Uh, percent We'll move on to the Wasatch Ice Dogs for selection in round nine, and they're going to the Rock Springs Prospectors, and they're selecting forward Matt Pantone. Now. Another kid that was on my list, and I think a couple people's lists, but he's a 2002 out of Mississauga, Ontario. And last season, he played for the Cold Lake Arrows in the CAJHL, putting up 51 points in 31 games. Yeah, you know, and for a 20-year-old who's making his first step into you know, the USPHL this year, a guy who put, you know, 25 points in 31 games, and 26 goals, 25, or sorry, 51 points, sorry, 26 goals and 25 assists, I mean, uh, even playoffs, he put up, you know, three goals, two assists in only four games. So this is obviously a guy who comes to, to add a lot of offensive teams. So, um, you know, I think both the prospectors um, and, and, you know, in, in this draft, I think you know, this is a great pick. 
Yeah, 100%. We're moving on to the fifth selection in round nine, and that's going to be out of the Fresno Monsters, goaltender Ethan Jordan. So he will be joining the Chihuahua. Uh, but yeah, Ethan Jordan, uh, the 2004 on Arnold, Missouri, split last year between the St. Louis Junior Blues of the NA3HL and uh, Fox High, uh, which I'm assuming is a high school in Missouri. Because it says USHS. So, but uh, he split team between Fox High and the St. Louis Junior Blues of the NA3HL last year, putting some pretty impressive numbers up. Yeah, I mean, even if you just look at like the Fox High 14 games and a .933 you know save percentage and only 1.85 goals against, um, you know, obviously Fresno went out and and found themselves a goalie. And um, I, I honestly think I mean we're we're going to have such a, a good goalie crop. We're going to have a good crop all across this entire draft but our goalie crop is going to be something extremely that i'm extremely excited to watch uh, yeah me too man me too i had the final pick in round nine and i selected the 2002 ford out of plano texas from the utah outliers miles McHugh. i was excited that he was still available at this point in the draft um, especially again since the outliers didn't have anybody really updated on their roster outside of one player until yesterday so uh i think we all struck pretty quickly um but uh, yeah he put up 50 points in 47 games last year and was just a terror to play against oh absolutely and even you talk about the season games look at the playoff games played seven playoff games throughout five points three goals two assists and only four penalty minutes so um you know obviously a big game player and uh and i mean great pick on picking a big game player hundred percent. And we're going to move into the final round here. In the final round, we're going to go to the first pick for the Snakes. And this is going to be a forward out of the Idaho Falls Spud Kings, Noel Klassen. He's a 2002 out of Manitick, Ontario. And last season spent his time as the assistant captain for the Winchester Hawks in the EOJHL, a team you might or might not be familiar with. Yeah, actually, um, just the other day, I see we, we talked about how you know one of my players last year um, just got picked up by the uh, uh, the Spike Kings themselves, and and this was kind of a, a connection we made. You know, man, it takes not too far from us, so this is a local kid for me, and um, a player that obviously I had on my list here. I was trying to go local, but someone decided to sneak him away from me. Uh, but again, <laughs> put up 26 points, 32 games in the league that is you know hard to score. Had 100 play minutes, which means you know he does like to to get into it. And, um, I mean, having a player who has a little bit of fiery side, you know, as a Canadian, I mean, it's never a bad thing to have on your team. No, hundred percent not. So your final pick for this draft for the Cobra chickens was forward out of Ontario junior reign, Skylar Olson. Now he's a 2002 out of Meadow Lake, Saskatchewan. Again, you're looking at Canadians. Um, and, uh, but last season he spent, time split between the mjhl's winnipeg freeze and the pjhl's carrot river outback thunder yeah you know and during that time you know, in, in 28 games to put up 23 points 24 penalty minutes 10 goals 13 assists playoffs two goals two assists so this is a player who you know our team would expect to bring a lot of well not just our team i think the ontario junior are expecting to bring a lot to the table and uh, really excited to have this pick no, it's a good selection. Uh, now, Brendan, his last pick for his Locos, he had, a, again, get another goaltender, and he went to Lake Tahoe, and he selected Chris Walgren. Now, he's a 2003 out of Adena, Minnesota, and split time last year between Desert Visa High 1 and Arizona's Hockey Union 18U AA program. What do you think of this pickup? I mean, he's got some really good numbers, 0.910, 0.905. I think he's going to be a force to reckon with in that. 
I mean, this is the fact he's from Medina, Minnesota, tells you everything you need to know about this kid. This kid is probably born, breathed, eats, sleeps hockey. So um, you don't have to worry about this guy not putting up some big numbers. <laughs> no, no, you don't. Uh, and then we're going to move on to the Wasatch Ice Dogs final pick. And this is going to be out of the Northern Colorado Eagles forward Quinn O'Reilly. And uh, one of those players, again, I was kind of surprised wasn't selected a little bit sooner, uh, but someone eventually grabbed him. And uh, here he is. He's going to be playing for, well, he, he's been drafted to the fantasy team, not playing for the the Ice Dogs. So uh, what are you thinking about Quinn? I mean, first thing to pop off right off the numbers, you know, that they have him ranked as, you know, six foot two, 201 pounds, probably more, you know, usually a little heavier than that. So let's say even 205. So you got a big body, big presence, and, and a guy who, you know, in 43 games put up 20, 21 points last year. Um, again, now this will be his third year in the league. So I think, you know, this might be as a 19 year old, you know, the big pop off year for Quinn here. No, I agree completely. And so we'll move on to the second to last pick for this draft, and that's going to be for the Chihuahua. And they went to Idaho Falls and selected goaltender Ben DeFure. Now, Ben DeFure is, of course, Ben had to select a Ben. I think he probably did that on purpose. But also his numbers are pretty impressive with a 918 in the NA3HL's Bay State Bobcats last season. But, uh, yeah, what are you thinking about Ben? The other yeah. Ben, not our <laughs> Ben. Like you said, Ben went from the Ben, um, but, you know, picked a six-foot, 170-pound goalie. So, you know, big body presence. Uh, like you said, put out some great numbers. So, um, you know, Idaho Falls, obviously, beautiful rink they set up. Um, you know, I don't know if they've released their jerseys yet, uh, and I just haven't seen them. If you haven't, please release your jerseys so we can kind of on and rule about them. Uh, but, again, I, I think, you know, all these all these kids going to a fresh team, um, you know, a new palace, basically, is what I'm calling their rink. Um, I, I'm again expecting big things here from from Ben, um, both Bens actually at this point. Yeah, I am too, uh, because uh, Ben talks a big game. Our Ben talks a big game. Maybe the other Ben talks a big game. Maybe Ben can reach out and see if he talks a big game. But we'll see. Um, we'll see what the Idaho Falls Spud Kings do this year. We're excited to see them finally hit the ice. And yes, like you said, please release the jerseys. It's unfair at this point. My final pick and the final pick in this draft. And I went to the Ontario Junior Reign and selected a 2003 forward out of Calgary, Alberta, Aiden Turner. Now, last season, he played for the Victoria Cougars out of VIJHL and put up 28 points in 34 games. Yeah, here you're just getting a big Alberta boy, six foot, 190 pounds. Again, probably heavier than that because um, they never really keep us up to date. Played for the Victoria Cougars, put up 28 points, 10 goals, 18 assists, only 54 penalty minutes. So, you know, a big body who who knows how to use it properly. Again, the rain seemed to be on a bit of a, um, you know, I don't want to, they've been kind of looking for bigger bodies, it seems like, from the jazz we've done here. So um, I expect Aiden to jump in and be successful right away. So do I. And I'm excited for my teams, and I think all of us are pretty excited for our teams. We got a lot of what we wanted, but that's the fun part of strategy. I think it's going to be a super exciting and fun season. And, uh, yeah, we're excited to talk about these players and, you know, do friendly little chirps uh, as the season goes along. So we do want to thank all of you listeners for tuning in. Be sure to reach out if you're in the junior or collegiate hockey world and wish to get on a future podcast. Also, follow us on Twitter at PHHOfficial to let us know what you think. This was the Pigeon Hockey Podcast with Chris and Sebastian. As always, thanks for listening. And remember, listeners, always clear your crease.